0: This morning, we are joined by award winner uh, in Africa. You know, one of the most inspirational um, authors, speakers, and A-teamers who help us to wake up and live. Confidence, Salimé, a man who's always got a smile on his face. A man who's always punching above trials. A-teamers, remember we were giving away books? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so the books, um, you're gifted to win. Um, how talent can take you to the top by confidence limit is up for grabs another one uh, people come and grow principles for personal and professional development um, this one Confidence limited Road, in conjunction with uh, Simon J Ndeh so, so if you'd like a copy of one of these books send a message now I know one of our A-teamers is Donald Mabomba who has won a book for himself so Donald please just pop us a message um, so we are able to interact with you and uh, organize how you get your books if you'd like a book make sure you send a message now 086 um 2032 that's where you can call in or whatsapp 0614 104 107 some books are books that are life-changing mind-altering you know um, level shifting and if you want a book like that confidence dilemma's books are just that for you today he's in the studio talking to us about the importance of emotional intelligence E, yabona nama we EQ, aye, yaba better band, yaba <laughs> be- confidence, dumela me latera.
1: Towa la lega, tura lega.
0: Rapa la. Oh, thank you. Gunsi maga take but we are forging
1: forward. No, mo, we forge forward.
0: Oh, all the time, Amen. all the time, and Amen. that.
1: Yes. You know,
0: when it comes to personality assessments, abu waka the IQ. Yeah. Yeah. The psychometric but, uh, yeah. intelligence <laughs> quotient, yes, ma'am. But less okay, mm. now adversity quotient, mm. e- emotional quotient, emotional yeah. intelligence 100%. is so important, yeah, so integral. And I'm so glad you are helping us, um, to understand this because I had a conversation about this a couple of weeks ago with my husband, and I said, One thing, as academics, mm. is the lack of e. Yeah. Emotional intelligence is lacking mm. in a lot of people. Yeah, And you see it that their careers are just about the books mm. and nothing else. Most mm. of them don't make enough money except for the paycheck. Mm. They can't think beyond the career they're in. Yeah. They can't create multiple income streams. They don't hold on to marriages and relationships. Mm. They don't have good relationships with family and friends. Uh, they are. I don't know, not even loners. They're something mm. else. They don't know mm. even how to speak to people. <laughs> you know, they, they are difficult to deal with. So I'm glad we're having this conversation. Yes, ma'am. Firstly, explain to us the importance of emotional intelligence and what it is.
1: Yeah, so just to piggyback off what you said, there are different kinds of intelligence. So... I think the most popular one, the the one that we grew up doing the most is is your intelligence quotient, which is your IQ. And essentially IQ is the measure of your level of comprehension, your level of, um, you know, your cognitive abilities, your ability to do maths, memorize things, etc. And you spoke about academics and this is an area where, you know, a lot of those type of people excel, where it's IQ. I remember there's a term we used uh, when I was in high school called the crack. And there was a, a group of people getting crack. Those are the people who get eighty and ninety percent, Where
0: are the crackers? <laughs> <laughs> <No, obviously. laughs> yeah,
1: and it's funny, it's funny. Uh, I was also having a discussion uh, with my wife and we are talking about, you know, how many of the the people who were, you know, like the fifties and sixties, a lot of them have gone into business, they're doing amazing things. Socially they're doing very well. So it's a good point. Um, a lot of people are very good, are very uh, excellent at IQ, but if your EQ doesn't level up, then your IQ can only take you to a certain level. You'll find in, in organizations, they tend to promote people who have a higher level of EQ, because once you get into the EQ space, you are able to manage people. It's not just about managing yourself. It's not just about doing, it's not just about doing the technical aspects of the job, because your, your IQ level, your technical abilities will get you promoted to a level where, where then they say, instead of doing the technical work, now you have to manage people who do the technical work. And if you don't have a high level enough of EQ, then you will fail there. So your level of EQ can cap you to a point. Yes, your IQ, your smart, can take you to the to the to a certain level, but if you don't match it up with IQ, EQ, then you've you've created a ceiling for yourself. So we've got IQ, um, intelligence quotient. You've got emotional. Quotient, which is EQ, what we'll be talking about. And this is the measure of your ability to monitor monitor your own emotions, to discriminate amongst them, and then use this information to guide your thinking and actions. It's also about about being able to read your own emotions, knowing how to manage and actually utilize them for your own advantage, but also being able to read other people's emotions, which we'll get into much later. The other kind of intelligence is social quotient sq so social quotient this is the measure of your ability to build a network of friends and maintain relationships over a long period of time you touched this you touched on this um, in your opening and people who do not have a high level of social quotient or social intelligence They are not able to maintain relationships because a lot of times uh, maintaining relationships is about being able to read other people, being able to understand what their needs are. So if you have a high level of IQ, but your social quotient is low, you won't be able to maintain relationships because people you won't be able to relate with people in such a way that people feel no i want this person in my life people feel this is somebody i want for 5 10 20 years in my life because they add value to into my life it's not just about them they understand what my needs are and they're able to add value to me and then the the other one which you have touched on as well is adversity quotient so this is the measure of your ability to go through rough patches in life uh, uh, without losing your mind you know there's a lot of people who When they interact or when they come across a lot of difficulties, a lot of adversity, they tend to say, you know, this is this is the end. They're going to depression. Some become suicidal. So when you have a higher level of adversity quotient, when your adversity intelligence is at a level where it's really good, you're able to go through rough patches and you're actually even able to get stronger because of those rough patches the adversity actually in the end works for your advantage because you've used that adversity as as fertilizer as 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 water to actually nourish you even more and when once you emerge from that adversity you are, be, you are able to become even more fruitful you are a stronger tree because you went through that particular adversity mm-hmm. another one uh, is sq again spiritual quotient and this is a measure uh, this looks at a person's spiritual acumen. You know, it doesn't require you to be linked to organized religion, although uh, some studies say that you know, people of uh, religious faith often experience higher levels of well-being. So those are the five types of intelligence. And there are five domains, which uh, is the meat of our topic today. Five domains of interi- uh, emotional intelligence. And number one is self-esteem. Mm. self-esteem. And self-esteem is really a positive or negative orientation towards yourself. And it's an overall evaluation of one's value. And it refers to your be- to the belief that you're worthy of respect from yourself and others. So as somebody who has a high level of self-esteem, one of the main indicators is respect. If I, if I, I, I have a high self-esteem, I'm going to be respectful towards myself firstly, but I'm going to be respectful towards other people. Because one, when I know that I'm valuable, it's easy to see the value in other people. And once you see the value in other people, it's easy for you to respect them. It's easy for you to appreciate them.
0: And never mind that mm. confidence. You know, yes, when it comes to self-esteem and mm. self-respect, mm. people who are self-respecting mm. and don't get the respect that they give out or mm. require are very sensitive against that. Yeah. Because then the self-esteem also plays on the spiritual quotient. Yeah. Yeah because you you are they say it's energies. Yeah. You, you sift into the person's Frequency, energy. Frequency, yeah. yeah I, man. Mm. Energy wrong. That's why I respect yourself and others. Yeah. Secondly, you you, you you tap into the emotional intelligence. You're like, I man, mm. something is wrong with you. Yeah. Why can't you respect? You're emotionally imbalanced. You 100%. tap into the, the adversity quotient because mm. most people um have a low self-esteem mm. and you usually see it when times are hard. Yeah. You know? 100%. But again, uh, that intellect, <laughs> self esteem I I I
1: And you know one of the things that adversely impacts people's self uh, self esteem eh, is comparisons. Because you know somebody may be doing well, but because they compare themselves with yeah. another individual whom they perceive to be doing better than them, then their their self esteem takes a knock. And if you use this type of metric to to be your 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 what what uh, gauges your your self esteem that if I'm doing better than so and so, then I feel good about myself. Mm. Then you're always gonna be feel better. look, there's always somebody who's gonna be more intelligent than you. There's somebody who's gonna be better looking than you, better drive a better car, live in a better community. And if that's the metric, or now I will feel good about myself when I'm better than so and so. It's a it's a it's a it's a it's a road that is it's very steep and it's going downhill. And you're gonna find yourself up one minute. Down the next, up one minute, down the next. Because you'll always find somebody whom you're doing better than, and you'll always find somebody who's doing better than you. So, you, when you gauge your self-esteem and you and you use the metric of comparison, it's a it's a it's a very unstable metric. And true self-esteem is rooted in a healthy relationship with yourself, an intimate no, and an intimate knowledge of your own value. You know, when you recognize that you're available, your self-esteem will rise. So the the first. Uh, Domain is self-esteem. Secondly, which is quite closely related, is self-image. Self-image. So self-image is how you perceive yourself, whether positively or negatively. And self-image is important because how you see yourself affects the way that you act. Somebody who sees themselves as um, a loser, somebody who sees themselves as somebody who's not progressive, somebody who doesn't deserve much in life, their actions are going to follow that belief. That's why you find people who... They seem to have everything going for them, but their behavior is in, is contrary to what they say. Oh, they have got all these gifts and talents. They've got all this money. They've got, but all of those possessions or, or accruements have not built up their self-image, and it's it. They act in such a way that they they seem to be somebody who you know is going nowhere. Somebody who doesn't believe in themselves, etc. And one of the things that we need to ask ourselves is what is our self-image based on. Is it based on physical appearance? So if, if you base it on physical appearance, what happens when you age? <laughs> <laughs> what happens when your physical appearance changes? When you gain a bit of weight? When you, you lose a lot of weight? When? So if your, your self image is based on your physical appearance, then it's not a good metric either because your physical appearance can change. Is it based on your performance? Maybe at work, uh, maybe in a relationship, in whatever sphere on the field but what about when other people outperform you then your self-image will go down because the metric you use isn't isn't a secure one is it based on your possessions if your self-image is based on the fact that you drive a bmw what if that bmw is repossessed that's how you get a lot of people who when they leave like big corporate jobs maybe somebody as the ceo of a company was the chairman of a company and they leave that job then they are identity goes with them. Now they don't know who they are because their self-image and their identity was based on that particular position.
0: I think you find it a lot in, in our creative industry where mm. people create these facades about them and mm. um, start becoming um celebrities yeah and they start living according to the brands they wear mm. uh the paycheck they get yep. after every gig yep. and you know get themselves into so much debt mm. because i have to keep up yeah. with this image yep. um yep. and that image is not who you are Mm-mm. and and it, it, it is true what you're saying especially in this image yeah. once something goes wrong with that mm. career because things do go wrong or oh, yeah. not wrong, but things do change in life. Mm. Then send for my donation. I'm a crowdfunding. Then now you are sad. Now yeah. you are depressed. Now you are suicidal mm. because of the self image. I yeah. must tell you something funny about image. Mm. So I, I don't usually watch the telly, but yeah. yesterday I decided to just sit maybe like 10 minutes with my, 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 my son, my elder son. Mm. And he was watching something. And then he asked, Oh, mom, I thought this particular musician is South African. Mm. I said, yeah, yeah, he is. He says, ah, why is he speaking like an American? <laughs> why is he twanging? <laughs> is it because he's in America? <laughs> and I was like, it's all about the image, like, God, yeah, man. Is yeah. this person not from here? Yeah. Like, you, you know, that also, you've created this, yo, what's up, what's up, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Why?
1: Yeah, you become, you become a, what they call a, a social chameleon. Eesh. And you know a chameleon will, will will integrate and become whatever that environment needs it to be. But then if if you're true to yourself, it means that you are you are able to be who you are in whatever setting. If you find that you have to become a social chameleon, it means that the your sense of identity isn't rooted because now the environment dictates who you have to be. Now the di- the environment dictates whether you twang whether you you are <laughs> humble, whether you are you are you are arrogant, because you are you've become a social chameleon. So don't become a social chameleon. Understand who you are and be consistent so in you are. Gain a, a f- lot more credibility and gain a lot more rapport with people. Yeah. So that second domain is self-image. The third domain is self-confidence. Your name. Yeah, hey, my name. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a story behind my name, but I'll share and Come,
0: it. come, share now. <laughs>
1: ah, I think she might be listening. My mom listens to the show, so. Hello, uh, Mama. <laughs> so I asked her one day, because, you know, as you grow up, people start asking, why, why is your name Confidence? And uh, she said when she had she me, she was in college. She had she me two weeks away from my final exams go college. And she said she was confident that she was going to pass. So she named me Confidence. Oh,
0: yeah. my. Goodness. Did she, she pass? She did. Oh, mama. We love you, mama.
1: Yeah, so that's the third domain, uh, self-confidence. So self-confidence is the belief in your abilities and the positive impression you have about yourself. And there are different ways to build your self-confidence. You can build your... Self-confidence by building a track record of results. You know, when you have results behind you, Patricia, it's easy when times are hard to look back and say, but you know what? I was able to overcome that in the past. It means that I can overcome what I'm facing right now. It means that when, when um, you know, things are going uphill, you can say, but but I've seen this before. I've seen this giant before and I can slay it. So one of the ways to build up your self-confidence is by building a track record of results and always document Your trophies and your victories it's important a lot of times we don't document our wins and in whatever sphere you have uh, in whatever sphere you're you're existing in whether it's in the workplace whether it's in your marriage in the social sphere always document your wins whenever there's a trophy that you've got and whenever there's an accomplishment that you've had write it down place it somewhere if it's a certificate you you got from a three-day workshop print it out and put it up somewhere to remind yourself that you know what I've I've had victories before, because that's part of what builds up your self-confidence. Another way to build up your self-confidence is practicing self-discipline and following through with your commitments. When you make a commitment and you don't follow through with that commitment, it hampers your self-image. Because now you can't even trust yourself. Now you start uh, developing self-doubt. So whenever you make commitments... Have this develop the self discipline to go through with it because once you go through it, with 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 the promises that you made to yourself and others, it builds your self confidence, and also, you need to constantly uh, be developing yourself through uh, uh, self development. You know, grow mentally, grow spiritually, grow in terms of your health, because once you start going on that uh, growth regime, once you start having a program of growth, it also builds your sense of self confidence. So that third domain itself. Confidence. Now, uh, confidence? Yes, (laughs) ma'am. Talking about (laughs) self-confidence,
0: I think we can't ignore the role that our childhood um, experiences um, uh, plays when it comes to building self-confidence. There are people whose confidence is diminished by the elders who are around them as yeah, they grow up. Yeah. So you go to school and you have teachers who speak down on you. You'll mm. never become anything. Mm. You're not smart enough. You're not eloquent enough. You you know, they say all these yeah, words I that are nasty. Also. You go home, uh, parents are always... Undermining you, mm. never speak of your great accolades. Mm. When you've done something wrong, you failed. They bash you down. They don't mm. encourage you to do better. Mm. They they tell you, "Well, what did we expect from you?" And Avele, mm. you are always you are always sleeping. You are not doing the right thing. You know, um, and and then you grow up mm. with with that in the back of your mind. Yeah. What does that do to one's self confidence? It's, it's trauma. Yeah? It's trauma, and a lot of the.
1: You know, we talk about people who seem to have things going well. They seem to have all these accruements and accolades, but their sense of self-confidence is so low. And a lot of it is, like you say, childhood trauma, the things that you were told, the things that were done to you as a child. And in order to rectify that, one of the things we need to do in order to build our, our self-confidence is monitor the crowd which we hang around. So um, have people around you who recognize your value who speak well of your future, who speak into your vision, who even invest in your vision. So you can't change the past, you can't change the fact that you had a traumatic childhood where uh, maybe you were abused, maybe you were, you know, whether physically, sexually, mentally, whatever kind of abuse and trauma that you went through, you can't change that. But what you have now is control of the kind of crowd that you you are then bringing into your space because if are if you bring into your space the same kind of crowd that you know uh, created so much damage to you then you are perpetuating the damage so now you have to look at your crowd and say okay these are the type of people. whenever i'm, I'm around them i live feeling better about myself i live feeling a lot more confident i live feeling that you know I've got worth and value, and I'm able to go out and, 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 and conquer my dreams. So now you have to be a lot more vigilant, be a lot more conscious, self-conscious about who are the people that I'm bringing around me because they're they going to either feed
0: your self-confidence or they're going to it. Mm. So that crowd. And, and, and also, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm reminded about another uh, conversation this weekend. Mm. So apparently, my, my nine-year-old wears a size seven. Yo. boy so he's got a big foot yeah, you, see, yeah. you just said, yo rugby <laughs> like play if, if, if I tell you yeah um, well never mind that I'm 14 year old wears a size 8 or 9 already so yes, yes. but um so 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 the older brother says oh, mom you know at school they're in the same school the one in high school the one in primary school mm. says you know after school while we're waiting to be picked up um, the the older boys w- walked past he was wearing sneakers mm. the younger one and were like wow are those is like that shoe is that like, all yours and they were making yeah. fun of him and the little one wanted to cry and and the big one obviously stopped them and you know and mm. he was like oh mama and i said to i said to them guys you know i grew up at school being teased about everything yeah. about who I am, I was told eh?" (laughs) (laughs) I was teased about my eyes being too big. So, uh, you remember that old 50 cents coin? Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. But my eyes are big like that, oh, you know. Shit. Um I was chubby as a child, <laughs> so they'd call me parachute. I've oh, got thick man. lips, and most of the children were were, were Caucasian children, white children. Yeah. And obviously, there's a few of us who were black, like maybe five or something, and they'd tease me because of my thick lips, my oh, big man. eyes, my chubbiness, Yeah, know, yeah. parachute. I had <laughs> names. Um, we were able to cycle to school, so I, my bicycle was pink, because I yeah. love pink they called the jellyfish bicycle. Oh, wow. I was teased. Wow. And I said to my children, do you know, <laughs> I, I'd get irritated by the teasing at school and yeah. I'd get home and I'd, I'd tell my mom and my grandmother and they'd say to me, You're beautiful. You're so beautiful. So it never bothered me. Mm. So they asked me, but mom, how come you're so confident? Like, you don't care. (laughs) I really do not care. Because at home, I was told I'm beautiful just the way I am. God created me. I was not created by others. Funny, eh? Mm. and then i tell them i'm like now yeah. i'm complimented for having big eyes yeah i'm complimented for having thick lips <laughs> it's fashionable to be a thick girl you
1: know? the world caught up
0: uh, my man I <laughs> caught up, but i have still been the same so confidence is yeah. really neat. what you're saying is really um important that yeah. the people around us mm. are very key yeah. to to us being able to counteract mm. what the naysayers are yeah, saying 100%. but it also comes back to self-esteem your yeah. first pillar Um self-image your second pillar mm. and obviously that helps us with our confidence
1: 100% and, and uh, I, I absolutely love what you say and the, the funny thing is nothing changed your look did not change
0: no I just but, grew older
1: but what has changed <laughs> now is what changed is your perception of it or rather what didn't shift was your perception yeah. because somebody else may have been told the same things And they were, maybe they look exactly like you, they were going through, but they internalized those negative elements. And now their self-confidence is low. So it's not really about how you look, uh, where you are. It's about what are you taking in? What are you allowing to, to get into your spirit and actually... You know hold
0: root and start producing let me make you laugh before you go to pillar number four so i say to the the boys Uh. um next time they tease you about your feet right that you've got big feet you must say yeah you know, big feet, big toys. Ah! <laughs> small feet, no toys. And my kids couldn't get it. <laughs> my husband he like, no, husband oh, get, get it. He did get it He not get it. My husband was like, but mama, you're so ah! corrupt. I was like, yeah, yeah, just tell the boys that, that big feet. You big know, to- big yeah. toys. Small think, feet, no toys. I think they'll, they'll,
1: they'll, they'll laugh once, they, once it lands.
0: <laughs> I think when they reach about 16, 17, oh, that's I go funny. to mama. mama. But it, 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 it's a good thing to, yeah. to understand how emotional intelligence plays. Mm. Because w- when someone hits you with something negative yeah. and you you underplay it, Mm. You, you are increasing your confidence, yeah. but you are also helping that person, mm. you know, to realize that uh, your bombs ain't nothing. Yeah,
1: yeah, you're, 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 you're booming in a the desert. Yeah. There's nothing yeah. to hit here. Yeah. And, and the, the beauty about it is a lot of people, I love what you say, because the impact it has on the other person. Because a lot of times we, we diminish and belittle people. Because we ourselves feel diminished and belittled. Yeah, yeah. But when when somebody throws those those bombs as you've termed it on you, but they are they are not having an impact, it also conscientizes them that you know what, maybe the way that um, I'm feeling, the way that I feel so devalued, so belittled, maybe I should internalize it to a point to the point that I've internalized it. Because now you become the example to them. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times we can heal the people who are trying to, to, to devalue us by the way that we, we react yeah. to the bombs that they're throwing. Yeah. I love
0: so the point. so Ivantaba little girls that are beautiful and ready inkomo. Let's move on. <laughs> yeah, what's the pillar number four?
1: Yes, well pillar number four, um, is self awareness. And self awareness is so important. And self awareness is all about knowing yourself. You know, what are your your wishes and desires? What do you want in life? Do you know your your strengths and your weaknesses? What, What motivates you and makes you happy? What do you want to change about yourself and about your life? How do you relate to others? And, and, and is this a socially acceptable and beneficial to you? The, what are the things that are stopping you from achieving your dreams? Uh, how, what do you need to improve on as a person? You know, thinking about, it's about thinking about your most important beliefs and values and thinking about the value you see in yourself uh, 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 that you have as a person. And, you know, self-awareness, it's so important because once you reach a good level of self-awareness, you realize, you know, what, what are your blind, blind spots? Uh, what are my strengths what what do i value what are my values and these are really questions we need to sit down and do thorough introspection on because these are the types of questions that can move us forward they can move us forward in our careers they can move us forward in our in our relationships uh, in our businesses and so forth so that's the fourth pillar uh, self-awareness and number five it's self-motivation and i believe this is so critical self-motivation you know we don't we shouldn't always rely on external people or external factors to be our source of motivation. Sometimes we we only feel motivated when there is somebody who says, "You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with you uh, on that journey." When the circumstances externally seem to be going well, that's the only time we feel motivated. But those that should not be your source of uh, motivation. They should mm. not be external because the external circumstances may not always be positive. Yeah. The, the, the people in your life may not, always, may not always be encouraging towards you. So you need that, that internal locus of control. You need that uh, internal uh, voice, internal monitor that says, you know what, you will make it despite what you're going through. You will make it despite what so-and-so said. So self-motivation is quite important. And you need to build up a positive um, sense of self-talk. You know, you are there, your voice is the voice that you are constantly hearing. Yes, your voice is impacted by other voices, but yours is the voice that you're constantly hearing. It's the voice that you sleep with. It's the voice that you wake up with. When you're on your way to work, when you're on the road, and when you're in that taxi, it's the voice that is constantly talking to you. And if that voice is negative towards you, if it's always telling you that you are you're worthless, you are you're of no value, or you're of little value, then that's the voice that you're going to start believing. So you need to change that self-talk to become positive because it means that every time you hear yourself speak to yourself you are building that sense of confidence you know i I often think of of the marathon and you know they they run long races Mm -hmm. and there's a point where you have people uh, holding out water for them yeah but in life you might not always have that person who's holding out water for you so you need to carry your own water and that's what uh, uh, self-motivation is about, carrying your own water, making sure that you've got your backpack, you've got your your two-liter, your three-liter in there, and you're running. And when you get this, you're able to retrieve it and drink that water. So we've talked about the, the different domains, and we've talked about, as I, as I said, self-esteem, self-image, self-confidence, self-awareness, and self-motivation. But one of the strongest, as we close, one of the strongest elements of of um, emotional intelligence is something that has very little to do with yourself. And we've touched on it, it's empathy. And empathy is really the ability to look at other people, put yourself in their shoes, read what they're feeling, feel what they're feeling, and be able to say, you know what, I'm gonna be understanding. For instance, if if you're in a relationship or you're in the workplace, and people are going through different things. You can choose to internalize it or you can choose to say, but you know what, I'm going to put myself in your shoes and say, if I was going through what you're going through, how would I behave? Maybe I would also not have that positive attitude. Maybe I too would would not be able to, to come to work um, at, at a particular time because I've got certain responsibilities that other people do not have. And the difficulty, uh, you're talking about shoes earlier, <laughs> the difficulty about uh, wearing other people um, about empathy is that you almost have to, as they say, wear other people's shoes. But as you indicated, not everybody has the same size shoes. And so you have to literally be able to 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 stretch yourself or shrink yourself according to the person that you're dealing with. Because sometimes somebody's going through something that to you may seem to be to be something that is not really big. It's not something that one should be crying about, but you need to be able to shrink yourself and, and, and wear their size three shoes, they wear their size four shoes, so that you can empathize with them, so that you can have a level of understanding that says, you know what, I'm gonna I'm gonna be understanding to what you're going through. Some Somebody, but sometimes somebody's going through something quite big, which you may not be able to even comprehend. Maybe they went through an experience that you know you can even imagine how you would react if you had gone through that particular thing. So it means that now you have to stretch yourself to a level where you say, you know what, I'm gonna put myself in your shoes and, and think if I had gone through what you have what you have gone through, how would I react? How would I be feeling? And that's when you really know that you you, you have a good level of emotional intelligence. When you're able to, to empathize, when you're able to put yourself in other people's shoes and be understanding of their circumstances and be willing to say, you know what? Um, I understand what you're going through and I'm gonna be kind towards you. I'm gonna be compassionate towards you because now I've, I've walked in your shoes. I've put myself in the place that you are in and I'm gonna become more understanding of what you're going through.
0: Oh, man. Well, let's wrap it up there. We've got winners, and uh, our three winners, I'm going to announce them right now. We've got, uh, let's see, it's Donald Mabomba, who's in Rustenburg. He's a winner. Congratulations, Donald. We'll give you people come and grow principles for personal and professional development, please send a message so you and Amanda can organize how this book is given to you it will be autographed as well. Um, and then the other winner is T'Ebo, who's in Pumalanga. Uh, T'Ebo, we are going to give you, you are gifted to win how talent can take you to the top. It will also be autographed for you. Congratulations, T'Ebo, in Pumalanga. And then uh, Michael, who's in Bethlehem. Congratulations, Michael. Good morning. Michael, Man, Good morning. Uh, good morning, and thank you very much for your kindness, mm-hmm. ma'am. And uh, thanks to Njati uh, Confidence. Yes, the Confidence that is age. here. He's here, yeah. and um, yeah. Which book are you giving him, Confidence?
1: Uh, it's Michael, huh? Yeah. Yeah, Michael, yep. you're getting uh, uh, people okay. come yep. and grow. Oh, thank you very much, sir. Thank you very much. Right. Thank you for listening. Oh, God bless you. Thank you, sir. Good good
0: it. All right. Uh, stay on the line so you and Amanda can arrange, Michael. Thank you for tuning in. Confidence, Um, how do our A-teams get in touch with you?
1: Yeah, so you can email me uh, info at confidence. Um, If you're looking to get your book published, um, same email, or you can Visit uh, my company's website, www.ascensionbookpublishers.com. Uh, and then I'm available on WhatsApp, 72
0: Excellent. Thank you so very much. Blessings to you for the rest of the week.
1: Thank you. You too, ma'am, and to the listeners as well.